Thinking Aloud, conversations on the leading edge of knowledge and discovery with parapsychologist Jeffrey Mishlove. Hello and welcome. I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today, I'd like to share with you some memories from the happiest day of my life. That would have been, <laughs> I've never doubted it, August 27th, 1978. It's the day I married my wife, Janelle. And you can see her here. It was a hippie wedding. We made garlands of flowers for all of the women who attended. My mom and dad were there. My dad is uh, reading a quote from Swami Muktananda. He, he didn't really understand it and could hardly pronounce the name, but my sister had put him up to it. And, and my mom, who was a yoga teacher at, at the time. Uh, here's a picture of my friend, Saul Paul Sarag. He's still a good friend of mine. There are six interviews with him on the New Thinking Aloud channel. And here's his girlfriend uh, from back then, Barbara Honiger. She got a master's degree in parapsychology from John F. Kennedy University back in the day when I was on the faculty and they were offering that program. Subsequently, she got a job working in the White House and uh, eventually left the White House and became a conspiracy theorist. Uh, her book, October Surprise, is a classic of conspiracy theory. Uh, this is a picture of my friend Tommy Dees. He, he was a fine artist and a real troublemaker because he was always provoking the edges of what was acceptable. And, uh, he got beaten up severely by the police at Hayward State College or University where he, he was an art student at, at the time. They beat him up and then they charged him with resisting arrest. Uh, I attended the hearing because uh, he, he got off. His lawyer pointed out that the police had the intention of beating him up right from the start. Now, this, as I say, it was a hippie wedding that was held outdoors at the Westerbeck Ranch, which was affiliated with the Esalen Institute. And uh, they had a big swimming pool. And I have to say, much to the horror of, of my father, who was a conservative Midwestern businessman, there was nudity. People were undressing and swimming in the pool. Here's a picture of Alan Vaughn with his daughter, Lauren, who was one year old at the time. Alan was a dear friend, a gifted psychic, an author, and also a parapsychology researcher, which is a rare combination. His books include Patterns of Prophecy, Incredible Coincidence, Dream Telepathy, The Edge of Tomorrow, Doorways to Higher Consciousness. And here's an image of Jana Janice. Now, Jana was also a gifted psychic and one of the people who really drew me to the field of parapsychology because she had this incredible talent for finding four-leaf clovers. She would hear a little voice that says, pick me, pick me. And she'd reach down and there'd be a four-leaf clover. Uh, and, and she collected hundreds of them for our wedding. Jana gave Janelle and I a, a gift of uh, many dozen mounted four-leaf clovers. 
Uh, and this image uh, is is our dear friend uh, Debbie Swackhammer, who's actually known now as Deborah Hayden. She became a writer eventually. She wrote a wonderful book called The Pox, in which she looked at the role of syphilis and uh, how it affected creative geniuses. I'd love to be able to get Debbie into the studio for an interview. It would be fascinating. Uh, here are two friends, Dino Filippi on the left and Ellis Gold on the right. Dino was a, a Broadway producer. He's written a, a musical comedy called Stardom. You can uh, see it on his website today. Uh, and here's my friend, Gary Zukov, who is the author of The Seed of the Soul, many books about the soul, and also uh, a wonderful book about physics and consciousness called The Dancing Wooly Masters. Both of these books were best sellers. And uh, Gary and I traveled together to Machu Picchu in, in Peru. It was a wonderful trip. This person, Henry Dakin, um, passed away in 2010. But just this year, a book about him was published, Henry S. Dakin, From Physics to Metaphysics and Guns to Toys. He was a very important person in the citizens' diplomacy movement, the uh, movement that sort of created a, a, a detente and a breakthrough between the United States and Russia. Uh, he, he did many things like that. He was also a big sponsor of parapsychology, and he provided a workspace for me uh, at a place called the Washington Research Center, which he put together. And, and that's where I really did most of my doctoral work uh, when I was a student in parapsychology, because I was without a department. The university provided me with very few resources, but fortunately, the community in the San Francisco Bay area made up for that. For example, here you see Lee Sinella and Frida Morris. Lee was the author of Kundalini, Psychosis or Transcendence, the first book really to look at the, the question of people who are having a spiritual breakthrough and uh, having all kinds of strange symptoms that are now understood to be part of a syndrome associated with Kundalini. He, Lee, who was an, an ophthalmologist, is really the first person to identify that. And uh, Frida Morris, his girlfriend at the time, uh, was a hypnotherapist and wrote a book about hypnosis. My friend Rich Heisler was sort of a beatnik poet. He became an off-off-Broadway playwright. I think he's mostly known now for a play called The Greatest Sex of the 20th Century. And my friends Stan Russell and Lana Clark, uh, I used to hang out with them a good deal in, in the years before I got married. Uh, Stan would teach workshops on tantric sex and uh, his, his girlfriend Lana uh, developed a form of psychotherapy she called holistic psychotherapy. 
this picture of uh, Joe D'Ambria. Joe was a student of mine when I was doing my doctoral research in parapsychology. I set up a program to train remote viewing uh, back uh, in 1977. Uh, I was still a graduate student when I got married in 78, finishing up writing my dissertation. And, you know, Joe was a very talented remote viewer. There he is with his wife. And uh, he also volunteered to work with me and to try and organize the files that I had on Ted Owens, the PK man. And he reported something quite extraordinary. He had the files neatly organized in a file box in his living room. When he woke up the, the next morning, they were scattered all over the floor as if a poltergeist had attacked. This person is my friend Jim Driscoll, who is my college roommate as an undergraduate at the University of Wisconsin. Uh, you'll find six interviews with him today on the New Thinking Aloud channel. After Janelle and I recited our vows, which we wrote, ourselves. We designed the wedding ceremony and we had some doves. We were going to release these doves to show that uh, we could be married and still have our own individual freedom. And <laughs> the funniest thing, half of the doves didn't want to fly away. And we later learned that their wings had actually been clipped and the people who sold us the doves were there to collect them at, at, after the wedding ceremony so they could sell them again for the next wedding, I guess. We were surprised and it was kind of funny. But I have to say this, it was indeed the happiest day of my life. I'm so grateful to be able to look back and say I've been married for 42 years to Janelle Barlow. It's been not only a successful marriage, but for those of you who appreciate New Thinking Aloud, who appreciate whatever contributions I've been able to make to your lives, I can tell you this, none of it would have been possible without her support and her love. So I'm so grateful. I can tell you this, marrying this woman was the best decision I ever made. And let me ask you in closing, what was the happiest day of your life? I'll leave you with that question. So thank you for being with me. And let me also suggest to you that you log into the new thinkingaloud.org website. That's the New Thinking Aloud Foundation, where you can subscribe to our free weekly newsletter.